0: Welcome to another episode of the View Charlotte Real Estate and Entertainment Podcast. My name is Jeremy Orden, one of the partners with the Orden Ryder Group at Allen Tate. Each week, we will break down a real estate topic, share stories related to the topic, or have guests with experience in various facets of real estate, and then discuss something about our city that makes it unique. This could be restaurants, things to do, fun facts, or well virtually anything about Charlotte, because Charlotte is such an amazing city with limitless opportunities. The idea of continuing to educate our clients to the real estate market So, they can make the best decision for their family is a commitment we stand behind. And hopefully, each of these episodes will leave at least a little pearl of wisdom with our listeners. Let's get started. For this episode, I'm joined by one of my team's most reliable contractor partners, Ashley Harris and Christine Holtz. Ashley is the co owner of Baxter Cabinets, a boutique custom cabinet company in the heart of Fort Mill, whereas Christine is the vice president of operations. Ashley and Christine have worked with numerous clients of ours over the years, and their expertise, customer service, and innovative design solutions consistently yield amazing results for our clients. I have to say that the best thing about partnering with these two ladies, other than the fact that they're extremely punctual, which is definitely a rarity in our business, is that they genuinely care about their customers and helping them to achieve their design goals. Ladies, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having us. Glad to be here with you.
0: I really appreciate you both taking the time to come have these conversations with me. So let's jump into our real estate topic of the week, which is how to renovate a kitchen.
1: Yes, how to renovate a kitchen. Um, that is definitely something we have quite a bit of experience with um, at Baxter Cabinets. And honestly, um, can can really go in, in in multiple multiple different ways. A lot of homeowners will choose to you know, take on kitchen renovations um, themselves with, with the help of uh, trade partners similar to us. You know, then you have homeowners who will take the route of hiring a GC to oversee the project. You know, despite which direction they go, you know, we try to make things as, as simple as possible, arm the customer with as much information, you know, to set the project up for success.
2: Yes, I agree. This is definitely something we experience daily and just being flexible and getting them through the, the process.
0: So first of all, I think that we should begin with why a kitchen renovation is its own discussion point versus including it with general home renovation ideas. In my experience, the kitchen's really the heart of the home. You have electrical, plumbing, cabinets, counters, appliances, Flooring, backsplash, tile work, lighting. I mean, pretty much every single system that's imaginable in a home is coming together. It's really a microcosm of the entire house.
1: Jeremy, you're exactly right. Um, you know, there are a lot of aspects that go into a, a full-blown kitchen renovation, as, as you described. And honestly, the kitchen is most likely the most expensive renovation a homeowner can can take on. And really the most life-changing, in my, in my opinion, Um, but at the same time, it brings back the biggest return, right? Not only in monetary value, but as you think of the impact, um, a major kitchen transformation, you know, can have on a family's morning routine or, you know, creating a new gathering space to, to host your, your friends as friends and family, um, or, or just making a space more, more functional. Right. So, so the impact is, is large on, on many aspects. And
2: I'm just going to piggyback as far as whether you're doing a full-blown remodel down to the studs or simply an island update, our goal is to make sure you have as much information as possible during the process. It can be overwhelming, but we strive to make the process as painless as possible. Yep.
0: And that's why I really thought it was important that when we're discussing renovation projects, you know bathrooms, doing flooring, general cosmetics, those can all be its own discussion. But I thought that the kitchen is just such a complicated area that it was important to separate it out from anything else. So when you first meet with a client who wants to remodel the kitchen, how do you start that conversation with them?
1: Yeah, great question, Jeremy. Um, You know, one of the things I, I like to first ask a client is, you know, how long have you been planning this project? Um, it it kind of gets the conversation started about their dreams. Um, it kind of tells us what their expectations are, um, you know, and really it helps us uh, decipher if this customer is really serious or if they're more so kicking tires, um, you know, to, to qualify them as, as a prospective client. So really it's just understanding, you know, what thought have they put into it and then where do we take it from here?
2: And then I think we go into more of like vision boards, you know, I I think Mm -hmm. a lot of the homeowners tend to do most research before they even step in for our first meeting, um, just to get their vision and just really see where they want to take it, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's a Pinterest board or photos or, you know, whatever we, we just want to see what they see and create and help create that.
1: And then from there, you know, our, 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 process or, or, or the cycle of, of the sale, if you will, you know, just starts to begin to take shape and um, can lead to the in-home consultation and then we bring our expertise there, literally standing in, in the client's kitchen and, and you know take it from there. So
0: so I find this whole process to be very interesting because obviously your business focuses on the cabinetry. But when people are coming to you and they're looking to really des- redesign their entire kitchen. Your conversation goes far beyond just the cabinetry.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, um yeah, we we realized early on Jeremy that there's really not a a one-size-fits-all approach to to kitchen remodels. Um you know, every client has a a unique, you know, set of life circumstances that really dictates how they want to best utilize that space. Um our designer has over 20 years experience in um, home building and the construction industry and she really helps take a client's wish list and and makes it makes it a reality Um, you know our our in-house team stays on top of trends but at the same time we really want to stress functionality over form and once you get the functionality right you know the the pretty parts you know can be added through color selections hardware um all those finishing touches
2: which we encourage the customer to have on hand you know if they've already picked out a tile we can help pick out you know colors like like you said maybe the island's a different color mm-hmm. maybe you know the counters kind of play off that so right. we definitely encourage all those those features to, to be come presented together. yeah mm-hmm.
0: So when you meet with clients for a kitchen renovation, how early on in the discussion does budget come up?
1: You know, <clears throat> budget is really one of the most important details. You know, you you don't want to disappoint a client because, you know, we've designed a an amazing kitchen that they fall in love with, but is way out of their, their budget. Um, that's probably one of the worst things you can do. So with that said, um, we try to be very upfront in giving clients, you know, um estimated budgets based on you know what we see and and what we think the scope of the project is going to entail but at the same time we offer quite a few product lines jeremy that can tailor to any budget right so from what we would call basic um, stock cabinetry all the way up to full-blown custom cabinetry so that's one thing we pride ourselves on is you know the ability to to really work within within any budget
2: and then, after those conversations, we can really pivot, you know maybe they want a certain color and they're stuck on that well that's going to p- pivot us more towards the custom line as opposed to some of our production line cabinets that we have set colors and sizes, but again, we work with the homeowner and then the designer she's got a really good she's a, the ability to kind of pick and choose sizing you know maybe there's a lot of drawers, maybe they have a different
1: budget that gears them towards more the base cabinet mm-hmm. so a lot of ways again we can we can um you know, uh, tweak the, the project again to just meet all of the budgetary, you know, requirements.
0: So when we look at a kitchen, you know, let's reference back that list that we had earlier. You know, we have appliances, counters, backsplash, cabinets, lighting, potentially needing to do flooring <laughs> if you're removing or, you know, changing an island situation. There's a ton of line, item, line items that need to be included, Correct.
1: Absolutely. You know, <clears throat> that's a it's a very detailed process for each one of those items you listed. Not only just material choice, color, you know, size, style. It's a full comprehensive comprehensive list. Um, and, and that's where I, I like to say the talent of our team comes into play to help iron out, you know, a lot of those details. Now, with that said. You know, all of those elements involve multiple trades, sub, other subcontractors, you know, either coordinated by the homeowner or coordinated through a general contractor. You know, we, we focus on cabinetry, um, you know, so there will be other trades involved as all those elements come into play.
0: So when you're dealing with a kitchen renovation and you have this entire scope of items that are going to be taken care of, especially let's say it's an entire gut job. Mm-hmm. Which item do you recommend that people focus on first?
1: Right. So, um, you know, a lot of that depends on the, the age of the home and, and what the current condition of, of say, the kitchen is. Um, you know, what we see a lot of times is with older homes, people do not like the door style or they do not like the, the, the color or the stain that, say, was popular 15, 20 years ago. So that's really kind of the, the big element that a lot of people want changed. Is you know getting a new, more modernized or transitional door style, as well as addressing the concern with the color or the stain of the current cabinets. Um, that's really the, the the bulk of the project. The other elements, in terms of tile, appliances, countertops, you know, all will come into play in my mind once the 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 color and door style of the cabinetry is selected. Um, you know, one thing to keep in mind, it's very difficult to just say we're just going to change out the countertops or we're just going to change out, um, you know, the backsplash because, you know, trends come and go. And typically, if a house was built in the early 90s, the color scheme is going to, you know, run throughout all aesthetics of the kitchen. It's hard to just change one of those elements without changing all of those elements.
2: And I agree, like with what Ashley said, our cabinetry is our main focus, you know, but we're happy to work our way through every item, you know, cabinets is our focus and our specialty, but each item's very important.
0: So let's say I need to split my kitchen renovation into multiple phases, maybe even, you know, over multiple years, where would you recommend somebody get started first, if that's the approach they need to take?
1: Yeah, um, and and some people do take that approach. Um, You know, most of the risk um, in that approach, Jeremy, in my opinion, is that needs and wants are going to change over time. And sometimes you may find yourself doing something that ultimately is going to have to be undone, you know, two or three years later. You know, living through a remodel can be really daunting. So our recommendation is if the budget allows and the time, you know, time allows to go ahead and knock out um, you know, the, the major elements all at the same time, rather than having to live through that multiple times. Um, you know, <clears throat> but but typically, um, you know, the first focus is, is going to be maybe you upgrade the appliances or, you know, from there, you take a look at the, the cabinetry. Um, countertops oftentimes cannot be reused. Once you replace the cabinets, you're also going to have to most likely get a new countertop. So those two things really go... Hand in hand in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's typically what we see most is clients try to do all of those things in, in a in one you know, one one time.
0: So it sounds like it's the ripping off the band-aid yes. approach is uh,
1: definitely is Absolutely. really the best approach. Absolutely. And and oftentimes, you know, one thing leads to another, right? So if you remove the countertops, the backsplash is most likely gonna be damaged in that process. So it's extremely difficult to just you know, isolate certain aspects versus taking a,
2: you know, full on approach. And like Ashley said, a lot of these renovations that we're doing, the kitchen is several, several years old. So the counters are going to be outdated. The cabinet style, like she said, door profile, stain, the backsplash is going to match that. So it really is a trickle effect. Yes, trickle effect.
0: So when discussing kitchen renovations, I think that there are different levels of renovations that people can do. So using my kitchen as an example for the next part of our discussion, <clears throat> my home was, you know, two years old. We love our appliances, our layouts. I really do like my countertops. However, my wife hated the color of our cabinets. Mm-hmm. We had purchased an inventory home and they had this very on-trend gray cabinetry. And my wife always wanted to have the big white kitchen. So I was reluctant to paint them because I didn't want chipping paint and wanted something that was like a factory finish. And Ashley, you're the one who came up with a refinishing solution.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, we could say happy wife, happy life, Jeremy. (laughs) Um, You know, when, when we came in and assessed your kitchen, honestly, like you said, the cabinets were only a couple years old. Um, you know they were still in really good shape and we didn't recommend you know ripping those out and and replacing them all together so we were able to connect you with one of our trade partners who specializes in refinishing Um, we don't personally take that on but we have some very well vetted trade partners who who do that for for some of our clients
2: and I think it's important to take every situation as its own. You know, this house was 2 years old. So your cabinets were in good condition. You know, a lot of times we have homeowners that come into the showroom and have a consultation and they maybe they were thinking about painting, mm-hmm. but their cabinets are 20 years old. Right. That's going to be a different conversation that we would probably steer towards more a renovation and a replacement. Right. But we do like to kind of consider each circumstance.
1: Yeah, and Christine, you had a similar situation um just within the last couple weeks. We had a client come in that Christine met with and um, wanted to specifically have the cabinets painted. Well, we looked at pictures. We went out to the job site and explained to them, you know, the advantages of actually going through um, the full replacement and, and, you know, taking out the old, bringing in new and once we walked them through that um they agreed to do it and we're about to do their their install here and here in another week and with that you know functionality becomes a play you know they didn't think about okay i can change things in my
2: kitchen now Mm -hmm. with this particular customer they had a they had a range in that island so now we're able to give them a range on a range wall with a beautiful wood hood And kind of restructure. They're going to have an island with some seating. Right. Very different than they have now. So it goes back back to the functionality we talked about. That opened up that conversation. And the importance of that.
0: I think it's such an interesting topic because, you know, relating this back to my house, I think if I were to sell my home, I would actually see a return on my investment Mm -hmm. for this change, even though I didn't modify the structure of my kitchen at all. It now looks larger and certainly brighter. It likely appeals to a broader audience of right. buying public and could help raise the value of my home. So, how does return on investment factor into your design approach?
1: Yeah, you know, we, we certainly want to provide renovation, what I would call value with, with every job we do. Um, you know, one of our just standard questions when we meet with clients is. How long do you plan on being in your home? Um, It really helps us guide the decision making as to color and style, depending on how they respond to that. For example, you know, if if you're living in your home for the next 20 years and your favorite color is Clemson orange, I will fully support your choice of a Clemson orange island. But if you tell me you plan on moving in one year and you need Jeremy to sell your house, I'm probably going to guide you towards more of a classic you know, white shaker approach.
0: I mean, I just had to pull away from the microphone to not laugh as you were. Have you ever done a Clemson Orange Island?
1: We have not. I I was being a little... (laughs) A little sarcastic. But again, you know, you have to think of the longevity and, and you know, what your plans are long term so that you can appropriately, you know, resell down the road. And we're happy to <laughs> po- provide the guidance, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: I've sold a lot of houses with Gamecock red carpet. <laughs> so... You know, it would not have shocked me. I know, right. I know. So let's shift to some statistics. Sure. I recently read that 58% of buyers reported that having a preferred style of kitchen mm. is in the top three of the most important items on whether or not to buy a home.
1: You know what? I, I mean, I, I that doesn't surprise me, you know, in the least bit. You know, you talked earlier about the kitchen being the heart of the home. It really is... Um, you know where where everyone spends most of their time um it's one of the first things i'm sure clients look at when you take them into a, a perspective new home um you know very few people want to take on a, a major kitchen renovation when when they move um you know it's it's usually a need that forces that decision or it's you know someone has a discretionary income to make to make that choice so i'm not surprised to hear that that, that it is on the you know top of the list in terms of, of priorities. But I do think it's it's not to steer away from a
2: house that maybe does need that. And I mm-hmm. think that's the real estate professional's, you know, guidance is, is look at this kitchen. Look what we can do. Right. You know, and that's we're happy to step in as well and say, maybe make some plans for that house mm-hmm. and show them what can be done. Yep. So it, it is a scary time because you're already investing so much money in the purchase of a home to say, well, I'm going to spend this and now I'm going to do this. But but it is definitely an option. Yep.
0: So let's come up with an example and say, let's say we have a house In our general area, that's maybe 20 years old. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, we're probably looking at a maple cabinet, you Mm -hmm. know, something along those lines. Maybe we have an earth tone granite, maybe in like the Ubatuba family or something along those (laughs) lines. But without bias, what's the first thing that you would say to somebody that maybe they should look at improving in this 20 year old kitchen?
2: Well, I would say definitely appliances. You know, if if you've got 20, 10 to 20-year range in them, that's going to be one that's going to make a, make a big difference. But again, it depends on – and that probably goes back to the budget. You know, what is the conversation of – you know, what does it look like? Do you want a full-blown renovation? Do you want it to – you know with with cabinets being older, I think we touched touched on that earlier that you know they probably are needing to be replaced right so just really having that open conversation of what what their budget looks like and maybe if it is just switching out the appliances as you talked about phases, you know just kind of guiding them through that that mm-hmm. process
1: and it really goes back to the quality and function right we we keep hitting on you know those those two aspects um you know, we had a client once who who bought an older home. She had these very um, special heirloom dinner plates that wouldn't fit in her upper cabinets. All right, um, while they were in okay shape, they were not functional. You know, for what her needs were. So, you know, after working through the process, um, you know, we were able to provide her with a cabinet solution for the kitchen. But at the same time, we repurposed her old cabinets, putting them into the garage for you know additional storage. So again, you talk about function, you talk about style, all of those elements come into the conversation, um, you know, to to help your clients achieve their goals.
0: It's funny, because when I think of return on investment, I think having the color on the right color cabinets Mm -hmm. is extremely important, especially with today's buyer. I find that the majority of our client base is looking for that white kitchen. Mm -hmm. However, I absolutely agree that I I think the appliances are the easiest things to change out Mm -hmm. that can completely change the feel of a house. However, I always think it's really important that people know the level of their home Mm. and choose the appliances that are going to work with that. Like, you know, if you have a $300,000 house, please don't go out and buy a $10,000 Wolf or Viking stove (laughs) because now all of a sudden the return on that investment's just not going to fit within the conformity.
2: Agreed. Agreed. We are always trying to keep in mind the overall value each addition brings to the project.
0: So what are your thoughts on fixtures like plumbing choices or lighting when it comes to a renovation?
1: Yeah, you know, it's interesting. A, a lot of customers look to us for, for guidance on, on that exact thing, Jeremy. Um, you know, a lot of them come in and really just don't have any idea in, in terms of what looks good together and, and really look to our design team for, for that advice. Personally, my, my favorite finish right now is that satin bronze finish, um, especially on a white, white cabinet. Um, extremely popular choice right now. We actually have a new display in our showroom, with the um, satin bronze hardware on a black onyx cabinet, and it really is stunning. Um, the other thing I would say falling right behind that is, of course, the polished nickel is still a very much um, fan favorite, and we still see see a lot of that finish as well. And you know, I, plumbing fixtures. There's so much innovation out there where you can really get creative, and, and it's okay to even mix metals yep, these that's days. What I was
2: say, Ashley. Um yeah, don't be afraid to mix um, don't metals. be
1: afraid to mix metals, right It's okay to have you know a, stainless, not a right or wrong a stainless steel sink, but you have you know satin bronze hardware um so so a lot of um, creativity can can go into. To those selections, and you don't have to limit yourself just to one metal family. And
2: I think sometimes, like, a lighting fixture can pull it all together. Sure. Maybe
1: your your pendant lights have
2: both. It has some of the bronze and some of the the stainless. So that's gonna be your piece that ties it all together. Yep.
0: I think I'm just way too basic of a person for that. (laughs) I like my gray walls, my white, my now white kitchen cabinets. You know, we decided to go for a very chrome based color palette. Sure. The idea of, of, you know, getting funky with design, I respect people that can do it, but <laughs> it just makes me feel anxious even hearing you talk about this. <laughs> when clients do it, though, and I see it, yeah, I'm like, do. I wish I could pull that off. Yeah,
1: it's amazing. Yeah, when, it's once you put it in, it's like, whoa, yeah, it works. Absolutely.
0: So I pulled some numbers because I wanted to have some national averages to have handy when it comes to kitchen renovations. Mm-hmm. A minor kitchen remodel had an average cost of just over $21,000 with a reported return of investment of 81.1% equaling just over $17,000. A mid-range kitchen remodel had an average cost of nearly $64,000 with a return of investment of nearly $38,000 equaling 59% ROI. An upscale or luxury kitchen remodel had an average cost of $125,000 with a return of investment of nearly 54%. Looking at these numbers, getting over 50% return on investment is a really amazing return that equals a very low what I call enjoyment tax on these projects.
1: Yeah, you know, Jeremy, those numbers they are spot on. are right in line with what <laughs> what you see. You know, one thing to keep in mind with those averages is it's not just the cabinetry going into that number. It's it's the potentially floor impact, it's the countertops, it's the tile, it's the plumbing fixtures. So yes, those numbers may seem high to some of our listeners out there, but they are definitely spot on with with what we see in the industry.
2: But I also have to play off of, yes, you're spending the money and getting that return on investment, Mm -hmm. but you're enjoying your home. Right. You know, this is like the kitchen is the heart of the home. Right. You know, you're entertaining. and, And that, at least it's something going towards that money.
1: And, you know, one thing, Jeremy, that this has really hit home with me is, you know, Zillow predicts Charlotte is is going to be the hottest real estate market in 2023. So if anything, that should help listeners, you know, feel more confident making these um, decisions in terms of how they're going to invest in their homes, knowing that the focus is, is here in this market.
0: One thing that I thought was really cool is that our metropolitan numbers are actually better than the national averages. Mm. In our Charlotte metro market, what I saw was that we were averaging nearly 84% ROI on kitchen renovations.
1: Wow. That's huge. So significantly higher, you know, than the, than the national average. It's exciting. Yeah. It's, it's very exciting. Yeah.
0: So, wrapping this conversation up, if someone's looking at doing a kitchen renovation, Obviously, they should contact a member of my team to help ensure that they're connected with the right contractors, right?
1: Absolutely. You've got to start with your realtor.
0: <laughs> okay. But otherwise, we want to make sure that they're getting in touch with you as far as like designers to be able to perform the right improvements and just taking that first step, right?
1: Sure. Yeah. We are happy to, you know, help help guide clients, um, you know, even if it's a prospective home that they may be looking to purchase um, through you or, or a member of your team, we're, we're definitely willing to give our perspective and even give you some budgetary numbers as to what we think, um, you know, a kitchen remodel or bathroom remodel could cost. So yeah, any type of value we can add, happy, happy to do that.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you, ladies, for this conversation about kitchen remodels. Would you stick around for our entertainment topic because it's about you?
1: Love to. We would love to. Awesome.
0: <laughs> Well, I love discussing fun facts about Charlotte, cool things to do, and other nuggets of information about why we love living in this metropolitan area. I also really enjoy these discussions with business owners about their companies and why they choose our area to start and grow their business. So let's shift our discussion specifically to Baxter Cabinets and continue our discussion with co-owner Ashley Harris. So Ashley, thank you for sticking around. Absolutely. Absolutely. So why don't you tell us what Baxter Cabinets is and what services you offer?
1: Sure. So so um, we are a cabinet retailer. We are located here in Fort Mill, South Carolina. Um, and my husband chose to to start the, the business about six years ago. And we found Fort Mill was a little bit of a niche in the market um, for this type of, of service. Fort Mill is a very, very high growth area. There are a lot of homes that are older and are potentially going to need updating and remodels. And so we felt like this was a great, great location to, to start our business. So this is our sixth year. Um, I joined my husband two years ago. I left corporate America. I used to sell cookies, so I went from cookies to cabinets um, and have quickly fallen in love with, with this industry and, and, quite honestly, this, this community here in, in Fort Mill. Um, with that said, we do work all over the greater Charlotte area. We typically stay within a you 45-minute know, radius. Um, we have clients coming to us from Waxhaw, Matthews, Lake Norman, Um, So we're we're lucky to experience a a wide range of of clients and and geographies. We specialize in all levels of cabinetry from what we would call, you know, stock or production cabinets all the way up to, you know, high-end custom cabinets. We partner with some incredible manufacturers who make all of our products that we in turn can offer to our client base. Um, we don't just do kitchens. We do anything in the home that is associated or could be associated with cabinetry, right? So it could be a bathroom renovation. It could be a new um, living room built-in project or a laundry room um, upfit. So, so really if, if a cabinet is involved, we would definitely be interested in, in, in working with, working with you. If it's more woodworking, um, or really no doors and drawers is, is kind of my, uh, my thing, then it would be more of a a trim carpenter, if that makes sense. So anyway, like I said, happy to, to help and, Um, be a resource to our community for for any of your your cabinetry needs.
0: So I'm obviously biased in this conversation because I've worked with a ton of cabinet companies over the years, either on my own investment properties or with clients on custom builds and renovations. I don't think that there's any company that's better than you. However, what do you think makes your company and your philosophy different than these other companies?
1: That's a great question, Jeremy. And and we have put a lot of, of um, time and, and thought into, you know, how do we separate ourselves from from other cabinet organizations? Um, you know, the, the one thing that comes to my mind is just to help simplify the process. It can be very overwhelming to take on um, a cabinetry project or renovation within your home. So when clients walk into our showroom, we want them to not feel overwhelmed. We want to help them um, understand what the process looks like and guide them along the way. Um, A couple other things that I feel really separate us is the quality of the designs we provide. Um, We come into your home, we take measurements, and we are able to turn around a professional design and rendering of how we imagine that space and, and what we could do within your your current home another thing that I like to um, you know rave about is our lead times I mean we do try to provide that turnkey service in a in a very um, very quick you know time frame from when the initial conversations start to when the installation occurs Um we have a phenomenal, phenomenal install, in-house installation team um, who does all of our installs. And you know to be able to, to have that in-house versus subcontracted has been another, um, what I feel, competitive advantage and something that we're extremely proud of.
0: So my clients consistently rave to me about your customer service. I know personally, right when we finished my closet project together, which, you know, we'll come back to in a moment. But I called you to tell you how impressed I was with your technicians. How does that customer service approach really carry on throughout your organization?
1: Well, thank you, Jeremy. I, I appreciate those those kind words. Um and, and yeah, I mean customer service is, is really, you know, who we are and, and you know, how we want to serve the customers in terms of from start to finish, there should be a um, you know, just undeniably good level of service from when you first walk into the showroom and you're greeted by our showroom manager to when you meet with one of our sales sales reps um, for for your initial consult in your home all the way through when the cabinets are delivered to your to your home and then when the installation starts every interaction you have with one of our team members the number one you know, priority and the focus is on excellent customer service. Um, that is how we have built our business and how we have been successful. So um, I'm glad you had that experience. And um, like I said, that that's our number one priority in how we approach every job we do.
0: So let's bring this back to my closet. When we purchased our new home, our closet had those like wire shelves. It wasn't double hung and we were instantly short on space. And then in a true confessional moment, um, my friends in the neighborhood had the most amazing closet that I had ever seen. Um, it wasn't that I really wanted to keep up with the Joneses, but I just had this vision for what a closet could be. And I really wanted to recreate that. So without going into an incredibly long tangent, which I feel like I'm already on... <laughs> I first started exploring, like, online closets and, like, systems, but no company could give me that built-in look that went all the way to the ceiling with crown molding, like what my friends had in theirs. Mm. I contacted one of our local, like, specialty companies, and they said that they could create it for me. And then they sent me their estimate, and to censor myself, I had some extremely colorful language, <laughs> because I was essentially going to choose between buying a car like a Honda Accord or <laughs> getting a closet. I had this conversation with you and you were able to design, build and install exactly what I had in mind for a lot less than that custom closet company. How are you able to do that?
1: That's funny, Jeremy. Yeah, I remember having that conversation with you. Um, you know, as I mentioned before, we have a trusted network of, of manufacturers and trade partners that we, that we exclusively work with. Um, and I have found, um, One of those individuals who specializes in the closet manufacturing and has given me very competitive pricing compared to some of the, you know, larger, if you will, closet companies. Um, And so he's been, you know, one of my, you know, tried and true um, partners through through the closet systems. And I've been able to offer our clients the same great quality product, but for, you know, just a super, super competitive price.
0: So, what are some of the spaces in a home that people should contact you if they want to go ahead and look at doing some upgrades or you know just some changes?
1: Yeah, like like I mentioned before, rule of thumb is you know if if there's doors or drawers involved, um, we would be a a great fit for for the project. Um, if it's just wood woodworking, um, you know, or you know something that requires just trim carpentry. That probably wouldn't be a good fit. Um, we we don't do repairs. We mainly do, you know, new projects. Um, we don't do any resurfacing. Um, we have, of course, trade partners we could recommend for that, but we typically just do new cabinetry. And and again, that could be in any space of the home. Um, you know, not limited just to, to kitchens.
0: So, not talking about the company, but just talking about Ashley. What are your favorite projects to be involved with?
1: Oh, well, personally, um, my favorite projects are most likely working with builders with spec homes. Um, You know, spec homes, I get to work with the in-house designers of the builder partners that we, we provide cabinetry to. And together, we get to come up with an incredible vision for how we want the spaces within that house to look um incorporating all the elements from you know tile countertops and of course cabinetry selection so getting to see that come to life and and walking through every phase of the of the process is extremely rewarding for me um we have some great relationships with with our builder partners and like I said it's it's just a fun fun um project to be to be a part of
0: so you've seen your business really grow. You're based in Fort Mill and have the name Baxter Cabinets. However, you're not just servicing Fort Mill or Baxter Village, like you said, right?
1: You're exactly right. So obviously the word Baxter is is a very prominent word in Fort Mill, um, you know, with Baxter Village and the roots that it has created within this community. So that's really why we, we chose the name. Um, but yes, our business um, reaches beyond, you know, Fort Mill, Tega Cay, Lake Wiley. I mean, we we go into Charlotte, <clears throat> North Charlotte, out to Matthews, Waxall, Weddington. Um, so, so really like I said, within a 45-minute radius is a general rule of thumb. Um, And the reason for that is we want to be able to provide our installation services. And once we get past that um, distance, it makes it very challenging to, to do so.
0: Finally, I'd like to discuss with our guests the economics of our city. So as a business owner in the Charlotte metro area, why did you choose this area to start a business in?
1: Great question. You know, it was a little bit of a twofold um, um, approach for, 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 for my family. Um, you know, our children were approaching grade school age, and um, we were very interested in the York County school system. But as I mentioned before, we saw a niche in this market when we started building our own home in Fort Mill. There was not, um, you know, a active cabinet company in this area um you know other than what was being provided with you know from the builder who who built our home so it really felt like a you know great location again we talk about the average age of homes in this area they need updating, um, and customers need a, a local, you know, family owned business to, to help them through that process. You know, we live here in the community, we support our public schools, our children play sports in the community. And and that's really who we want to be, right. Just a, um, an active member of Fort Mill and, you know, again, able to, to help our, our fellow neighbors.
0: I love that you mentioned being part of the community because, This is one of the things that we really like to focus on is that through home ownership, you set down roots and you become active in the community. You support the schools, your tax dollars contribute towards the betterment of our society in general. And I think it's just one of the most important things, and especially having a locally owned business that provides the level of service that you do, you're providing an amazing resource to the community.
1: No, I, I appreciate you saying that. And that really was part of our, you know, overall um, plan was to, to, to settle here, um, have our roots here and not only be able to, to help community members and neighbors, but to, to give back. And, and so we do do that in, in multiple ways. Um, our team is very involved in supporting nonprofits and, and putting forth volunteer hours um, so that we can, again you know, give back everything that we have been blessed with as, as a company.
0: So one of the things I like to ask business owners is what they would say to other people thinking about starting a business in our area. And why, in your opinion, is this the right area for somebody to, you know, start their own business?
1: I love that question, Jeremy. And, you know, obviously my husband and I took a major leap of faith when, when we made the decision to move here and, and, and start the business. Um, you know, life is short um, and, and I encourage people to to take those risks. And if you are looking at opening a small business, you know, surround yourself with other entrepreneurs. There are so many resources available, so many organizations available, not only from the SBA, but also, you know, nonprofit organizations like the organization Score. And um, we we leaned on all of those um, resources to help get us started, um, you know. But it's one of those things that you've just got to be comfortable taking the risk and put yourself out there, Um, And, you know, look for those opportunities, look for the voids in the market, Um, look for that maybe service oriented profession that is lacking or they're not enough of, um, you know, when you're trying to identify what your next move is.
0: And obviously, if you want to start a business in our area, please don't start a, you know, cabinet company right (laughs) in the heart of Fort Mill. That niche is already filled.
1: <laughs> thank you.
0: Ashley, thank you so much for being our guest this week and discussing these topics with me. I, I really appreciate your expertise. Where can our guests go to get more information on your company, services, or to schedule an appointment with you?
1: Jeremy, thanks for having us. This was this was a lot of fun. Um, definitely a little bit out of my element. So thank you for, for helping me take risks. Yeah. Um, but with that said, uh, BaxterCabinets.com is, is our website, um, but please come to our showroom. We are in the heart of Fort Mill, um, located right off of, of 77, um, exit 85, and the Lowe's Shopping Center um, would love to have you come in and, and, and meet our team and, and just take a look at our business. But phone call, emails, um, we're, we're there to, to accept them and, and help you get started on, on your projects.
0: Thank you so much for being our guest this week. We'll be back next week with another episode of the View Charlotte Real Estate and Entertainment Podcast.